Yes, you are. And welcome, 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 everybody, to season two, episode two, season two of the greatest podcast. In 22. In 2022. Yeah. 2-2-2-0-2-2. Uh, well, kind of, yeah. Are you not, and you're not wearing a tutu. In tutu. But. But this is a big special day. We have a Hot. special guest. Hot diggity dog. We are kicking off the season two series of interviewing people from the crazy crew. And today we have a very own crazy crew member, Jessica Young. Jessica, how's it going? Well, hey gang, it's going good. What is going on? <laughs> howdy, howdy, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you? We're, well, we're fantastic. We're excited that you're here. Well, yes, I'm we are. excited too. You know, you're the very first, very first one in 2022. You know, I feel pretty honored. Uh, I feel <laughs> special. And not not only is this the most riveting podcast yes. in the history of the universe, it is yes. mind-bending, edge-of-your-seat, heart-pounding. <laughs> okay? This is so what they, I'm talking about right yes, here. Yes, people need to understand this. I they mean, really do. If you yes. could only see the look of pure victory on max's face right now yeah just it uh, i'm so happy right now jessica it's so fantastic so should we call you jess jessica you can call me either what do you when you meet people hi i'm jessica jessica but i'm so used to max and you calling me jess when we're yeah the lives i mean it's you know the only name that's really reserved to like my immediate family and like aunts and uncles is jesse Yes. So when other people say Jesse to me, it's kind of like nails on the chalkboard. Like, <laughs> eh, I don't like that. You got to go back to Jess or Jessica, please. Or, hey, okay. you or, you know, something to get my attention. It is weird. So my family, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. My family and Max's family will call me Shelly. Uh-huh. Like my mom's sisters, my aunts, my cousins, yeah. they all think of me as Shelly because that's what I was growing up. Uh-huh. Right. And then Max's family started doing it as a joke, I guess, and it kind of stuck. <laughs> so, but I don't ever call you Shelly. No, you don't, I don't call, you call you Shelly. Call you a lot of stuff, but I don't call you Shelly. Okay, how do you say your TikTok username? Oh, geez, it's just JCY, my initials. Okay. 1979, the year I was born. Okay, so it is JCY. Okay. I'm old. Yes. Well, wait a minute. Wait old. a minute. You can't say that, Jessica, because <laughs> I'm 75, and this thing, hey, this one over here, is close to that. I, well, <laughs> you, you said how old she was in the last podcast. It's no secret anymore. That's right. That's a good point. But yes. she's, I own it. She has aged well. She's yes. yes. 30. Well, for those of us who have been able to see those pictures. We may not be on the lives, but for those of us who have gone and done the research, <laughs> they found yeah. you, babe. They, okay, they found you. So let's think of our standard questions that we like to find out. Do we have? Group. Do we have standard well, I'm questions? I'm thinking, how did you start watching Max's lives? With my eyes, silly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. She's a sassy oh, one. Oh, yes. Yes. No, you know, I'm. I've been thinking about that, and I. When were you in California, Michelle, to visit your sister with her okay. new baby? Was that in February? 
I don't know when was Luke born because mm-hmm. it was. Don't do that. What if my sister's listening and I can't remember the Oh, in the dog in the I, goat house. That wasn't my fault, my Jessica. You're the one who brought it up. I think February. <laughs> Jessica's the one in the doghouse because you brought it up. No, no, I'm the guest of honor. I can't be in the doghouse. <laughs> you can't be in trouble. You can't be in trouble. <laughs> I just boosted. I just boosted this podcast when I came on. So oh, you know what? Right. You yeah. really did. See, this is what I've been telling everybody for so long about this riveting conversation with, that goes on here. I mean, yes, we edge of, your seat. edge of your seat. I mean, it's unbelievable. We, and we are in full podcast mode because we just pod, we just recorded episode one of this amazing season. Mm-hmm. You guys are on a roll. We really are. It's on. It's we're like, really hit or miss. We're on over, <laughs> overload greatness right now. So, Jessica, tell us where you live. Oh, well, first, let me get back to. Yeah. How I became part of the crazy crew. Yes. yes, that's smart. And it was February eighth that Luke was born. I was trying to give. I was, right. I was trying to give Michelle more time before she Thank got you, really Jenny. in trouble. Thank you. So okay, <laughs> February eighth. My, my past self putting it in my calendar. Ah, uh, there you go. Look at that. Well, is Ooh. that? But that's not when you were in in California. Good no, thing, but, good thing we're talking about this, so you don't miss the upcoming birthday, the one smart. year birthday. Yes. Ooh, good. Now point. you could be the aunt with the mostest. That's right. Yes. With yeah. the best memory. Okay. So okay. after that, she was in oh, California. So I, I think I had seen some goat videos, I think. And then one day I was on TikTok Possible. and, you know, here's this sad little cowboy out there with his daughter. And what I didn't know at the time was his daughter's boyfriend, Nick. And he's out there crying that his wife has left him. And even, <laughs> even, even not knowing the situation, I thought, oh, this guy is playing some cards here. What, <laughs> what do we have going on here? She did leave me, though. <laughs> she left me. And so I think that was, you know, I was like, oh, these people are funny. And, and then, you know, as you kind Absolutely. of dive into TikTok a little bit more and you know, I found out that the lives, you know, were in the mornings and then in the afternoon. And, you know, I just became hooked. I've, I've been around since February. That is when you found the greatest TikTok channel in the history of the universe, right? (laughs) Yes. Most riveting. (laughs) What's so riveting? What got you on TikTok in the first place? Oh, geez, Louise. Um, actually, there's a comedian that I follow, and she had set up a TikTok channel, and I was one of those people who was like, TikTok, schmicktok. Right. No. <laughs> I agree. No. Like, Twitter. I've never had a Twitter account. Because right. I just, I think it's silly, but I know it's got to be, like, generational, and I know it's, like, what a lot of people use, but I don't like people to know that much about my day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, I, you know, Max, I believe it because we hardly ever see any content. I mean, I don't even know why I follow you guys. I just, yeah. I know that occasional goat video, I suppose. Yeah. Post, <laughs> yeah. I post a video once every three or four months kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, and it's just like the same goat every time. <laughs> you really got to talk to him about this. Michelle. I know. <laughs> I know. Gonna, we know now why his view, like his little followers were stuck below 300,000 for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> that was the darndest thing. It took months, months well, for it. I and mean, you it- see, I had to look after I listened to that podcast and he's like up at like 344 or he was a couple days ago.
Jessica. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. One of the two crew was calling me. It's and Lucas was calling. Let me so, so here it is. You're you're in real time kind of thing right here. I she's she's texting to make sure everything's fine because he and Lucas and Nick are are down with the the Bosky Bunch grazing today. Um, so. I wonder if he and Nick got into a creepy staring contest and somebody's <laughs> because they're concerned. <laughs> Maybe it's, Lucas got stuck in staring mode. Or something. They, they, you know, know what? Yes. It's very possible. Those two can stare. They if really only can. We could, you could or, authorize yeah. you to scroll up and show them just staring at you while you're podcasting. They're just sitting in the stool, just looking at him. It's pretty funny. It's kind of creepy. Maybe Maybe he found a donut in his pocket from this morning. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows good. what Lucas has going on? She is good. And you know what? Here's what's probably going on. They probably finally figured out um, how many raccoons it would take to beat up a silverback gorilla. <laughs> That's the Ooh. challenge we gave him. So we, yeah, we had these conversations over Christmas break. And then now that yeah. Lucas and Nick were together grazing, the conversations changed. You know, like Nick and Claire, Claire and Riley, Nick and Riley, but you put Nick and Lucas together. And All it's, oh my goodness. So I gave them something to do today to talk to each other about, which was, how many raccoons it would take to beat up a silverback gorilla. So they're most likely he's trying to call and tell me what they finally came up with. Well, and I think what all your fans might be wondering, Max, is did you send them out there today with their raccoon outfits? (laughs) Do they think they can fight off the silverback gorilla themselves? Oh, that's a good, that's a really good question. Have they left the goats in the lurch and they're out there searching for the gorilla? You know oh, what? No. You, we might need to get eyes on that operation. There's no telling because that uh-huh. the possibilities. If if Claire were here and 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 Riley too to talk to, <laughs> oh. they would agree that they would probably be wandering. It was somehow. It was pretty funny watching the girls react to the boys go on and on and on <laughs> about how many silverbacks. Yeah. How many know. raccoons it takes to take down a silverback? I don't we, even know. We what had it was. so many conversations over over Christmas <laughs> about how many awesome. Garrett's, how many Grants, how oh, many yeah. n- <laughs> how many Nicks it would take. To Garrett's pretty full of himself and thinks it wouldn't take as many, but everyone well, else is like, you know no way. You know, you know why Garrett thinks that? Because he's probably the only one there who can handle his Vegemite. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> okay, you, Man, you get some Vegemite into someone and. and all bets are off. You're pulling out all Good. the stops. You are right. He That's he did right. not have a problem with the Vegemite. Okay, let's <laughs> let's take a pause here, and I'm going to read Max the text from Lucas. Oh, so okay. now we know yes, why. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no. He says, yeah, we're good. We're just going to let him know we have a flat on the beast, and we're wondering oh. if we can take it to discount to fill it up on our way back. Um. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I think you should tell them to drive it home on the rim and see what kind of. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is that it's a dually and it's the outside tire. They they can oh, probably that... make it. They'll they'll probably be okay. There's not a lot of weight on there, so. Okay. Anyway, that's... so that's the. That explains that. Maybe. Um, well, tell them to be safe out there. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> They've got precious cargo with them. They do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Thankfully, that's not on the truck. That's hauling the. That's just hauling. Well, it is hauling Lucas. He's driving it. Oh, it is hauling Lucas. Yes, he's pretty precious. He's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, put him in the precious category. All right, let's get back to let's get back to Jessica here. (laughs) So, what were you asking? Um, How? So, you got on TikTok because of the comedian, and then you saw an epic goat rancher. You're like, this is the greatest. 
I could never see better videos than this. So I'm going to continue to watch it on TikTok. Yeah, for sure. Right. What has been some of your favorite moments along this journey? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I think what really, really solidified me was Brenda. I think the first time I heard that little girl scream for her baby, I just thought it was the most... hysterical (laughs) thing and the sweetest like what is going on and then when you find out what it is I mean and her beard like (laughs) is she just not the cutest thing ever like she is cute she is you need to do a meet bearded Brenda I yeah I'm trying to make the rounds I'm get I'm getting around here's the thing about those all of the well bearded Brenda is in the bosky bunch so Uh I do have some struggles right now getting to see her because if I have to, if I get to see her, it's either really early in the morning when I'm alive and it's too cold out there for me. I was going to say, that's too cold. You got to, you got to get better first. Yeah. I'll have to wait. And and then all of the other girls that I want to, to introduce, they're with the nasty bucks. And so all the nasty bucks want to come up and rub on me. So I'm like, I am not going in their pens (laughs) until we're done with this until we're done. Family operation. That's right. Come on. And they're nasty and stinky. And so, Anyway, we'll get around to it, and but I will get to Brenda because Brenda, I I do I do She's like Brenda sweet. a lot. Yeah. Well, and I just remember at one point you were saying how she wasn't really that fond of attention, and all I ever saw was her becoming sweeter and sweeter, and mm-hmm. just like it's true. I'm telling you, it kills me every time I would hear her scream. It was just <laughs> like music to my ears. It just the cutest thing. Oh. Serious. She was I the one that it. got in trouble the year before. At the pumpkin, right. pumpkin patch for biting a kiddo, and Max <laughs> knew right which right away which one it was. Like, oh no, I knew. Brenda. Yeah, I knew exactly because she was rotten, and, and you know here's... maybe they were forcing her to eat corn, and she said, "I've had enough," and they weren't listening. I don't think Brenda would ever say that's enough corn. <laughs> so she is a glutton. There's she no. She probably doubt about was it. mad because they didn't get there quick enough. Probably. Ooh, ooh, or bring it yes. or bring enough. Yeah. Yeah. What what you guys didn't see, Max kind of tried to downplay was when she lost her baby this year. Yeah, I bet that. Yeah, I bet it was sad. And he, she was pretty sad looking for him. Yeah, and that's just. I mean, yeah. The the struggle was like, okay, I mean, it's sad, and she, you, you. I mean, I don't know what animals are thinking most of the time, but looking at her and seeing her searching and yelling, trying to find this baby because we finally had to take it out of there for obvious reasons, but yeah, but now it was like, okay, well you still have another one that you have to raise. Who she right? She loved her. And, and, uh, but not until she didn't like her for, for a while. She didn't like her. Yeah. yeah, She didn't really like her when the boy was around And and then, and then after he died, he, she still didn't like Bacabella. And it took us a while to kind of force her to go, Hey, okay. Well, he, she had gave up on his the dream of him. I'm like, all right, you'll do. Yeah, then, <laughs> right, right. Then, then he latched on. Then she the latched on to her. So yes, Brenda's a very complicated creature because, like, she's terrible and amazing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, so, and anyway. then you know, obviously, Curly's a crowd favorite. Let's yeah. let's get serious there. And I've been loving seeing his first few day videos you've been posting. I, you know, in my mind. Because let's let's face it, to scroll back through TikTok videos, that takes a while. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I I haven't gone back to the very first videos, you know, I'll admit it. Shame on me. <laughs> no. But, well, there's a lot. <laughs> there's but, a lot. you know, I always had, like, 
pictures in my mind of what Curly's little legs look like, but I just, to see them, I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I really haven't ever posted on TikTok all of, you know all of this these early days and yeah. uh, I think so, you should. I think people would like you to see. should because not everybody on TikTok is part of the oh yeah Facebook pages right. that we've been posting that those little stories on. But you know, I mean, Curly, he's just as sassy as they come. Let's face it. <laughs> oh, God. And so cute. he rules the roost. Yeah. And, and he then, would. He's kind of transitioned from being super sweet and needy of max and just like love me love me too i'm a big boy now i'll let you pet me sometimes but yeah not he wants to you, be like you know what cat. though he's back though being pretty lovey he's yeah. he's been he's been very up in my business lately because that particular pin is the one that i am going in right now because there are no bucks in there so <laughs> you know animals animals are pretty spectacular seriously i bet they can sense your healing mm-hmm that you've okay. been under the weather i you know maybe so I be surprised yeah maybe maybe so and it yeah. could be like wait <clears throat> you're giving these other animals attention yeah, yeah i'm curly here no, i am yeah he, right he does get a little jealous yeah it, he definitely does and, <laughs> well you know i've seen him throw some pretty cold shoulders it's like whoa he really yeah he really right. has and Flip i had to on get, that one yeah I, I did really feel bad because he was in the pen with the dude but the, and but and so I'd go in there to say hi to Curly, and the dude is, the dude is way more bullish than uh, than Curly is, and so Curly couldn't even come see me, Aww. and uh, so it was, uh, it, so it's been it's been good having him in the other pen. We've been having to get our our one on one time, and and it's, just, it's been good. <laughs> well, we certainly don't want Curly out there making a video like the Babe Three video I posted on. The group <laughs> that was fantastic! I just saw it. <laughs> I think I've watched it like eight hundred times. Uh, I, I saw it last night on TV, and I laughed, and I uh, recorded it, and I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna think about if this is okay to post on the Crazy Crew." Mm. And then seeing your TED Talk and stuff, and hearing you talk, I was like, "I really have to." Put- it was perfect. It was pretty. It cracked me up. <laughs> oh my goodness! It cracked me up. <laughs> Oh, and I tried, I tried to um, watch my TED talk again, because I have never, I don't think, I don't think I have ever watched it in its entirety since I, since oh. I did the presentation. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so I, <laughs> I tried to watch it some more and then I, I, I had to bail out. I'm like, I can't do it. It's getting me too much. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, but- it was a good speech. It's hard to give a speech where like, um. Last year, I was called to do a keynote speech. And let me tell you, I, it is like fearful when you have a speech, like when you're going to be like the speaker that people are focused on and. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's, that really doesn't bother me because I've done that before and I'm, and had a lot of people this, I think there was, I don't know. I think there was 300 people or something there, but, but the problem with this one was it had to be practiced and rehearsed and so much scripting had to go into it and there were there were coaches and critics that the entire way that were just like i'm I just tearing me apart up in your business yeah yes and i and i don't i don't rehearse anything ever for the most part uh-huh. and uh and so this thing was just way out of my comfort zone and uh uh it was it was a hard it was a hard deal for me but but anyway Oh. <laughs> yeah, so still, here, here, it was still i'm telling you i mean it's still one of the greatest ted talk speaks speeches oh. ever 
in the history of the universe because uh, I was on the forefront of this amazing technology and science. You were, you to, were. And, to and use pigs. Let's face it. It wasn't one of the greatest. It simply is the greatest. You know, that's you right. Know. Thank you. You, you need to be a little more confident in yourself, Max. Well, I'll try to be. I'm, oh, can I'm, he get more confident? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I, I mean, I know, think... I know you're coming out of getting sliced and diced and scooped, but let's yes. work on building that confidence back. That's a, tra- that's a traumatic experience, and that's hard for people to recover it from. Is. It really I is. I heard when you were talking about your nose experience, oh, I wow. didn't realize it was that in depth. I was like, oh, Lord. It, it, it was bad. It, I, the pictures, looking um, back on it, it was terrible. You know, I had a deviated septum repair and hey let's don't talk about that because i want him to get his deviated i'm not doing it i'm not doing it (laughs) i'm not doing it nobody's touching my nose again well all i was gonna say is it's it's a claustrophobic feeling and i cannot imagine having all the different things shoved up my nose that max did the splints that they took out like a week or two later they stitch them up in there were gigantic i'm like i don't even know how they fit some of this stuff up in our nostrils Mm. well that didn't help my cause it's not thank you it's, so much Jessica. no but it doesn't matter are you getting sinus infections or like what's no. what's your septum causing he uh, can't breathe no i'm oh. fine <laughs> i'm just a mouth breather and that's all there is to okay it. fun little game we play since they know about the name of our <laughs> pillow i like to play the game you mean like, to pray. we all know yeah. the name of the pillow <laughs> yeah um, I like to play the game of kissing him to prove to him that he needs his deviated septum <laughs> fixed and, and just making him keep kissing me until he panics. <laughs> You're the reason why he was fainting. Okay. Yes. He comes out. Okay. See, okay. I tell you, listen, you all think she's this sweet he, little innocent thing. She was thing, attacking you. Yes. She does. No, she... you stop that, Jessica. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> she just admitted she tries to suffocate me. I do it me. as a cute joke and I know that you can easily get away if you need to it's a cute joke because i'm smiling and i'm kissing you while i'm because because he acts like he doesn't need it repaired and then all well, i have to do is give him a prolonged little peck and he's like he tries to be tough for a little bit and then he's like <clears throat> so. honestly you'll be put under for it max and seriously if you with hearing what you went through before this will be nothing like really i don't even want to it was all i could do to go get my blood drawn the other day does that bring uh, you a lot of anxiety too? I, now? It I, does now. I, it does now. That's, that's oh man, that does stink. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been it's been pretty tough. But uh, well, and I didn't realize the extent of your anxiety until I listened to that. I mean, I know we were talking, you know, like we, like I was calling you up. I know you had <laughs> talked about it not that far back about your anxiety and stuff. But wow, I didn't realize it was so intense. And that's it's that's just gotten tough. that way. I think yeah. the. No- I think the nose thing was what finally did it. To yeah, me. that's that sounded pretty intense. It was a pretty traumatic experience, and it was it was tough. And I, yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's just gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the beginning of the of the triggering. Yeah, and I and I didn't realize it was something that uh, I didn't really understand anxiety and those things before. And and uh, like it's not something you can really control because I can sit here and no. talk about it and go. Oh, it's no big deal. But then when it comes down to it, it's like, I, thing. Yeah. I, I go, you know, every six weeks now to just get a pinprick in my finger to test my Coumadin levels. Yeah. And, and that little stinking pinprick, as much as I sit there and go, it's nothing. Um, 
I'll, I break out in a sweat before she, wow. before she does it. And that didn't used to bug you at all. No, not at all. Wow. Is it just like they would do, like if they were testing your blood sugar, can they test it with that small of an amount of blood now? Yes. Yeah. It's just a, I mean, it's a little contraption that they don't even, they just, it just pops onto my finger and pops right off. It, it, you know, a millisecond or whatever. And then they just kind of scoop the little drop of blood off of there. Do you think it would help if they let you be in control of the contraption? Like, Uh, I'm being serious. I don't don't know. I have no (laughs) idea. Like, if that would help the anxiety, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. Did you just think of the same thing I thought of? About when I used to have to give myself shots? (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Yes, it was funny. You know, it was funny. We had a lot of laughing at that. It was so hard. Because he had to give himself those Lovenox injections in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've taught many patients how to give those. Oh. It's it's like your, your mind is going, just jab it in there and do it. And my arm and my hand would not. It's like. Total, so total rebellion like i don't care what you say i'm not then, sticking that and, in my and then all and of a laughing. sudden michelle comes to and she's fighting off this hand and needle because he's trying to stick it in her stomach yeah right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's attacking who now i know right oh, okay yeah. so let's get back to you tell okay. us where you live well i'm just right north of you guys in colorado born and that's right that's right what's so uh, wh- funny is i grew up outside of elizabeth which Hmm. as you know is just down the street from your brook yes yep yep just right down there yeah so when i first heard you guys talking about franktown i was like what yeah what a small world it's crazy there um how close do you live to stationator well i think stationator is what like in north denver Um, i think so yes i forget which area she's in but i'm up in greeley so I'm up in northern Colorado, up by Fort Collins and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've lived, um, obviously, Elizabeth um, grew up in the country. Kind of, back then, Elizabeth was like the middle of nowhere. Oh, wow. And, you know, I grew up with horses, and we had chickens and rabbits and all that great fun stuff. And, um, and let's see. Then after high school, I went to college up at Colorado State University in Fort Collins, and I got two bachelor degrees up there. And then I worked in banking because I wanted to, I got animal science and agricultural business. Oh, wow. I wanted to go into um, agricultural lending. And so the banks wouldn't even interview you if you had no bank experience. So I was back down in Parker then, and I worked at a bank for about two and a half years. I was in the new accounts department. And I liked it. Like, I loved working with my little customers that would come in. And I had, like, regulars. And But, you know, banking was boring to me. It was, <laughs> it was like a brick wall. And I thought, I, I love to learn. And I thought, you know, obviously there's always going to be some new things coming into the banking world. But this is not going to cut it for me. Like, this, I just can't do this. And I'd always loved nursing. And so I thought, well, here we go. And I went and got my bachelor's of science in nursing down in Colorado Springs at mm-hmm. Bethel College of Nursing and Health Sciences, which is owned now by University of Colorado. I think they bought them back in 97. <clears throat> and um, I worked as a cardiac nurse for three and a half years. Oh. 
and then I had a traumatic brain injury. Oh. Yeah. So I have a very, like, my story is very interesting, and I'm very open to talking about it. And Yeah, well, that's what I was just going to ask. Would you be, would you be open to talking about it? Of course. Well, tell us about it. Yeah. And so, like, when I heard that what happened with Josh, I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Like. Right. Even I didn't think he was going to wake up when you guys started talking about it. I was like, oh, that is just not good. And so definitely a miracle he is. Yeah, it is unbelievable. So what happened with you? So I did nights for three and a half years on the cardiac unit at Littleton Adventist Hospital. And I loved it. Like nursing, nursing is my passion in life. I love it. And I was to the point where I was like, okay, I've definitely gotten myself established. I'm going to come off nights and do day shift. So I signed up for weekend option and, you know, it was awesome. My commute was like an hour. We were living like, um, I was living down on the Palmer divide. So like from where Brooke is, it's just South of her and kind of spans like Monument Hill, East and West. Mm -hmm. And um, so my commute was like an hour and, you know, when I switched to day shift, it was very different, a lot of different time management. And so I got out of work pretty late one night. It was like nine o'clock, you know, and our shifts were like seven to seven. And, um, and I always brought like yogurt with me to eat on my way home. Well, I forgot my yogurt that day. And of course, when I get out of there at nine o'clock, the cafeteria is closed. There's really not much around. And so I was like, oh, and I was starving. And I thought I just need a little something, a little protein, just so I'm like awake and make it home. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go in here to the Wendy's and get some chicken nuggets. And that's all I got was just like a little six piece chicken nugget. And I'm like down on driving home and I start eating them and they're just kind of warm, not hot. And I was like, well, these are probably fine. I'm just going to eat them, which was probably my first mistake and got home, went to bed. And at this point, I was living at my mom and dad's house and helping them out with some things. And so I go to bed and I wake up about an hour later with really severe stomach cramping. And, you know, like when you fall asleep and and you're just in that really deep sleep and you come to and sometimes you don't even know what year it is and what's going on. And, you know, it's, of course, pitch black. And all I can think is like. I don't know if I'm going to throw up or what, but I'm going to, you know, something I need to get to the bathroom. And so the bathroom was just like around the corner from my room. And so I get up and I'm, you know, across my room in the dark and I get into the bathroom. And the last thing I remember was turning on the bathroom light and the pain is outrageous, like outrageous. And for like a split second, I remember thinking, I, I don't feel right. Like, and then I came to, and I was actually, when I last had my thought, I was standing at the light switch. And so when I came to, I was sitting on top of the toilet, like the seat and lid were down, and my head was laying on my knees, and there was something cold, like splashing my heel, and I was like, you know, kind of coming to, and I was like, what is that? And I'm looking, and the entire bathroom is just flooded, and I'm thinking, oh man, my dad's going to kill me. What's going on here? And you know, my stomach is still hurting and I'm thinking, where, what's this hitting my heel and all this water? And, and I was like, I need, I need to get some help. And so I get up and I 
kind of turned the corner into my room and I was trying to figure out how to get help. And, um, I guess my mom came down and I was passed out in my doorway. And, um, so she kind of like gets me, you know, she's got me like, Hey, Hey. And, and I'm telling her my stomach hurts, my stomach hurts. And she's trying, like, she shut off the water in the bathroom and, and she's like trying to figure out what was going on and do I need to call 911? And, you know, my dad, bless his heart, he thinks I just got home from work. So he's, you know, he's outside. They had 40 acres up on the Palmer Divide. So he's outside, like looking around, thinking I just got home. And so he comes down and my mom's like, got the phone in her hand and she's trying to figure out what she should do. And, and he sees what's happened and he's like, call 911. I think I see what's happened. And when that was going down, I started to say my head hurts. And my mom was like, did you hit your head? And I was like, I don't know. And my dad like touched it and I screamed. I do remember screaming. And, um, and so, you know, there I'm laying like, you know, half dressed on the floor and you know, who does it have to be that comes in, but like 12 firemen. Oh no. Oh <laughs> yes. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> it's just so, I was just like mortified and, but at the same time, I'm still kind of out of it. And, but I just remember that when I, when I think back to my story and I was worried about my cat, like, because they just had the doors open and I didn't want them to take me until I knew where my cat was. And, uh, so my dad was like, I'll make sure I find Marty. And, um, so yeah, so they take me into the ambulance and, you know, my head's hurting, my stomach is still hurting. So here's the ambulance guys in there. And they're like, we're going to give you some pain medication. And I'm like, do you really think that's a good idea? I remember like going back and forth with them because I was thinking, gosh, if I hit my head and it's a head injury, they really shouldn't be giving me narcotics probably. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And so they were like, are you having pain? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, we're going to give you some pain medication. So long story short, um, sorry, I got kind of off in the details there. But no, I'm um, good riveted. Details, yeah. <laughs> riveting conversation riveting edge yes, of your yes. seat edge of your seat remember Completely. don't forget that one <laughs> um so i had a vasovagal response from all the pain and i fainted and i hit the top right like temporal region of my head on top of the toilet oh. and it shattered out the bottom of the holding tank oh my god jeez yeah. That's why the water that's was why everywhere. The water was, that's mm. why, the, yep, because it was just coming up and shooting out into nothing. Ah. Uh, yeah, and my concern was that I broke the toilet. And I yeah. uh, right. I broke my parents' toilet. And they were just like, oh, we don't even care about that. Like, like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Who cares, right. you know, mm-hmm. like. And so, you know, I was in the hospital overnight. There was no big bleeds, thank God. Um, it was totally closed head brain injury and um I was sick for quite a while I it was a pretty long recovery for me I spent I damaged my right vestibular nerve which that at this point is what keeps me from being able to go back to work as a nurse which is very heartbreaking to me Mm. and to see me it's hard because everybody's like well you sound normal and you look normal and it's like I am normal And, and what goes on with me is really not so much anything that anybody can see. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they say that it's an invisible injury, they're absolutely right. A brain injury is most definitely an invisible injury for, mm. you know, I'm not like walking and falling down and things like that. But um, obviously there are head injuries that are, you know, I know it could have been a lot worse, but um, yeah. So, you know, I spent like two and a half years in speech therapy and that was just working on executive functioning, speed of processing and attention. Wow. And yeah, I mean, I was competent. Like I never lost competency. I was always able to speak fine. Um, but I was just really sick. And I mean, I, I couldn't lay flat for probably four to five months. I had to sleep ratcheted up on pillows and just like mm. inside my head because it was all swollen for a while. And the pressure inside the head was just like insane. Wow. And um, yeah. And so and then I developed a seizure disorder about six, seven months down the road from that. And um, the neurologist, he was upset because they didn't do a second scan like they scanned me when I was at the ER. But the doctor I was seeing at first, like every week after my injury, refused to do another scan of my head. Mm. And I was going in every week and I was like, something isn't right. I don't feel good. I'm like dry heaving all the time. I have black spots in my vision, you know, like, and I said, you know, I think we better get that scan on my head. Like we need to make sure. And she was like, um, for her, which was very interesting is she told me she had been in a car accident. She like fractured her skull, all this stuff. And she was back to work. So I don't know if like in her head, you know, like my, you're the same. Fractured. Yeah. And she's able to get back to work and be okay. So certainly mine can't be any worse. And so she was like, well, have you lost any vision, like any of your vision? And I was like, no, I just have black spots all over. And she's like, well, have you actually vomited? And I was like, well, no, but I'm dry heaving all the time and I'm not eating very much because I don't feel good. So I don't know that there's that much to come out. And, um, and she was like, have you fainted again? And I was like, well, no, but I don't anticipate fainting again. Cause that was a vagal vasovagal response from the, the pain. And, um, she's like, then there is nothing wrong with you. This is post-concussive syndrome. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. And so when my neurologist got on board and they did this big series of MRIs, you could see where like all the little bleeds were. Uh-huh. And he was upset that they didn't do it sooner because it could have kind of changed, you know, how they did some of the treatment and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so it's just been a long recovery and I was having seizures and, um, they've, you know, I've, I've got a totally different neurologist after the first year, there was big changes that came. And with this one, I've, I've made my biggest, you know, strides in recovery and and now I'm kind of at a point where it'll be management and um so you know I I was 31 years old when it happened and it's been 11 years now wow and I it's it can be a really bitter pill for me sometimes I really feel like my 30s were robbed like I was finally like okay I'm where I want to be in my career I you know always wanted to be married and have kids and Mm -hmm. you know I was engaged to my high school sweetheart and that, you know, that's a whole nother story in itself. And then when I was 22, I was engaged again. And a week after we were engaged, he died in a motorcycle accident. Oh my gosh. Oh, yep. And I'm so, so sorry. That's ah. okay. I mean, that's, that's been like 20 years now. And 
that uh. went for years. Now that that does throw you for a loop. And so my heart really went out to Brooke because I'm thinking, oh my God, she's like close to the age I was. And yeah. like, I just wanted to reach out and like, you know, either way we go, he's going to be okay and have a head injury or if God forbid, you know, she's mm-hmm. going to be lost. And I just, oh, my heart just went out for them. And, mm. and so, you know, that was, that was a big life, you know, changer for me. That kind of rerouted me a little bit for quite a while. So, um, so yeah, I really, I really feel like my thirties were kind of robbed from me and, and don't get me wrong. I, I have, I'm very lucky and I'm blessed to have what I have and, um, I'm fine. You know, like things could have been so much worse. Uh, but I miss nursing and for me, that's probably one of the most bitter things, but I don't live with a bitter attitude about it. And if there's anything I can ever do to help anybody or, you know, help them through something like that, then absolutely. You know, like I didn't even talk about my story for a while. There were a few years where I didn't want anybody to know, like, it was just like, I didn't want anybody looking at me like something was wrong with me or Mm -hmm. it was just, it's very weird when you have something like that. And, um, However, once, um, once we got up to Greeley, uh, after we kind of, you know, got settled up here and whatnot, I was like, you know, when I was in high school, I did the big brother, big sister program. And I really loved that. And I thought, I want to do something with the community. I really want to give back somehow, because that's just like my heart. And I thought, I wonder if they have any programs like that up here. And lo and behold, there's a program called Partners Mentoring Youth. And I joined with them. I'm in my fourth year now, and they do mentoring with at-risk kids. Hmm. You know, these are kids with, like, low socioeconomic status, um, behavioral issues. Parents or family might have gang affiliation, just all, all sorts of things that can put a kid, you know, as an at-risk kid. And so that's been pretty darn fulfilling, and it's hard. It is really hard and it is really heartbreaking to see what a lot of kids are going through and what they have to work with outside of school Mm. and, and how many kids school is really their safe place, which is really heartbreaking. Like my little kid I have now wishes they had school on Saturday because mom's at work and dad doesn't wake up till like one or two and it's, and his mom, his grandma, I mean, it's very, it's just very sad. But, yeah, and then the pandemic hit and so many kids couldn't go to school. And Well, right. And for so many of those kids, getting out of the house and to school is, like I said, their safe place. And so hmm. when you think about, you know, the kids being stuck in homes that may not be the best, it's pretty darn sad. Hmm. Yeah. It's hard so, to think that the, there's a lot, so much of that that goes on out there and we take a lot of things for granted. Yeah. And so when I hear you guys, um, when you talk about like your youth program that you did, I always just think, God, that must have been so awesome, like so rewarding and, you know, must have just been really cool. It really was. Yeah, It it was amazing to watch the kids light up and really take to the horses and then to their 4-H animals and kids that could have never. Animals are such a therapy. Animals are just an amazing form of therapy. Yep. These kids that could have never done it anyway, and they had a place to keep a pig or a right. cow or a chicken. Right. 
and or felt goat? really tied to it. Yeah, our goat. <laughs> <laughs> of course, goats, Matt. Of course, goats. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, it was great. So, well, do you have just do you have ongoing therapy or? Oh yeah. So, um, I will always have vestibular rehab for the rest of my life. So, um, let me I, ask you: Is that like like a vestibular system like help you keep your balance kind of thing yeah Um, balance is good so um, reactions with with that inner ear damage that I had the right vestibular nerve um so like for me like I can drive and stuff in the beginning I couldn't drive like more than 20 minutes and then I would get like clammy and dizzy and nauseous and I had like noise sensitivities for a long time and light sensitivities and And still, if I'm driving and it starts hailing or just like downpouring, I have to put like earplugs in and or if I'm running the vacuum cleaner, um, being at the grocery store like Target or those types of stores, I pretty much have to go in with my game plan written down. Wow. List in hand, like no lollygagging because it's like the fluorescent lights and when you're like pushing your cart and you're looking at this and you're looking straight and you're looking off to the side again, it just starts revving up my vestibular system and then it gets overstimulated. And then I just kind of go past the point of no return where I'm shaking and clammy and nauseous and, you know, like the, my, like, like my nose gets ice cold. It's so weird. Like it's just very weird. And on top of that, like my temperature regulator in my body is like broken. So I'm always like a little furnace. Um, but yeah, it's been, there's just, a, there's been a lot of fallout from it. Yes. And um, it, it's been very interesting to learn about the brain and how it heals and different things like that along the way. Um, and then it's, it's a lot of learning to cope with having certain things taken away from you in life. Like you're never going to be able to do this again. Like they've already told me there won't be any more hospital-based nursing because of the fluorescence and the, this and the, that, and Mm. it can migraines and migraines can trigger seizures in me. I mean, it's like this little spiral effect. My, my, one of my passions in nursing school was community health. And so one day when, when I do go back to nursing, because they think I will be able to go back to work eventually, um, I definitely want to work in public health. Like, I just want to teach, like, I want to teach people and help people. And like, I want to work with the indigent population, because I feel like too many people are just mean, like, no, they deserve, they deserve just as much, like, Absolutely. Don't just be mean to people and, and say they don't deserve things or they've asked for what they've got. And um, uh, so, yeah. yeah, but for right now, volunteering with that program, I, you know, um, I get to do that and it's, it's good for me right now. But yeah. a couple of years ago, I, um, I had to say goodbye to my last horse, my childhood horse. He was 31. Wow. And that's awesome. Yes. I, I, I'd known him since he was two. And mm. so I had him, uh, let's see, we got him when he was six. So I'd had him for 26 years total. And that was, boy, that was a hard one. That's tough. Yeah. What was his name? Spooker. Spooker. <laughs> yes. Oh, Spooker. <laughs> that's a good one. Was yeah. he spooky? <laughs> 
Yeah. I didn't yeah. name him, but that's that's what his name well, was. That's yeah. a horse I wouldn't get on. <laughs> he, was, he was a little bit of a stinker. I'm not going to lie. He usually had like in the first five minutes, a little buck attack. Yeah. He just rode it out. He was like, all right, let's go. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you definitely couldn't be like a novice rider. <laughs> yeah. Hence so. the name Spooker. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So two years ago was the first time in my life that I never had horses and it was a little weird to get used to. Yeah. So do you all are, are you do you have a place now where you would have animals or? Well, or was, we live in town was... now. And so we've got two dogs and my mm-hmm. cat, Marty. So my dog is Chloe and she's an English Mastiff. She is, without a doubt, the cutest and most precious Mastiff in the history of the universe. (laughs) No questions about it. My cat Marty is a bangle. And Marty's been around since the head injury. And Marty has been around since the head injury. Marty is 15 years old now and adopted him when he was two. So he's my little teenager. And and then we've got little Rowdy Ranger. And Ranger (laughs) is a German short hair pointer. Uh-huh. And uh, he and Chloe are about as opposite as you can get, but they are the bestest of friends. <laughs> they are just like little Bonnie and Clyde together. It is hysterical. That is really cool. What about yeah, your family? Tell us. Can you tell us? Tell us about your family. Well, I, I'm not married, and I don't have kids right now. Mm-hmm. So, so that's but your family is your uh, are your animals then. Well, and your parents. Well, and my dad. My dad is here. My mom. um, My parents got divorced after 40 years of marriage. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Is that good or was it, was it like, oh, good? Or was it like, what? Um, it was like really messed up. Hmm. It was, it was like, uh, dang near Jerry Springer material. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. And so she's back in Pennsylvania. My parents are from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. and they moved out to Colorado in 72. So mm-hmm. she's back in Pennsylvania. She she went back to Pennsylvania um, in the beginning of 2013. And so um, during that first year after my head injury, my head injury was December of 2010. My dad was the one who took me to all my appointments and wow. you know, just my mom worked. And, and so then when everything happened in 2013, we had to get that house on the market and um, we ended up coming up to Greeley. So I'm here. My dad's here. Um, it works out really well. Like we're both, you know, easy to live with the mm-hmm. house, you know, big and we're on like opposite ends and, <laughs> you know, it just works really well. And but there for each other. Yeah. Um, That's fantastic. so yeah. And then, you know, my animals that we've got now, so We've, I've always had animals, but that's the crew that we have right now. Nice. Um, I have a really good friend. It's actually where I used to keep my horse spooker before he passed away. She and her husband, they have a three-year-old now. And it probably was like two months ago. All of a sudden, she got three goats. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Sarah, you are going to love these goats. <laughs> and guess how many she has now? Any guesses? Oh, tw- got to be 25. No. Oh, you're so close. 23. See, oh, see wow. what I'm talking about? And they've, got right. babies. and they've got babies on the way, like in March. <laughs> soon to be 50. Yeah. That's so, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so she's, they're going to use theirs for packing, like little packing. Oh. 
Yeah, I am, so. yeah, I'm so intrigued by pack goats. Are you really? I, yes, that might be my next endeavor with the goats. Yeah, you know what? I I should send. I'll send um to Michelle and Messenger. She just made their website because they're gonna. They just got started in all this a couple months ago, and Sarah is awesome. Like they do. Um, they breed Rottweilers, and her they she brought them in from uh, Germany, I believe, and so they're Rottweilers with tails. Uh-huh. They are the cutest things you'll ever see, too. <laughs> and then, gosh, I think for 25 years, she's done bunnies. So they do oh, wow. bunnies as well. And, uh, but yeah, she just like sent me her website the other day and was having me look it over. And I should send it. I'll send it to Michelle. And uh. like she, she's done so much research into pack goats and that's what they're going to do. And then, you know, they'll sell them and she'll get them started for people if that's what they want. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. Would she Fun. like the dude? No, no, the dude, the dude is my, he's my, he's going to be my project <laughs> packer. I mean, that guy could, I mean, there's no, no telling how much that guy could pack around because I go he's hiking and stuff so much. He, he'd probably be a pretty amazing packer. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, he's the size of a darn horse. Well, you know, Max, if you got winded or tired on the trail, you could probably just hop on and ride him. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. See, yeah. this guy's got all kind of potential. Oh, he can That's get what... me so mad saying how he abuses <laughs> other goats. He gets, oh, Claire um, and I are like, stop it. Yeah. I have to actually go check on one of the goats. Um, Cause earlier I went out and, I, and he and I did a video together uh-huh. and then, so we just did our video and he was hanging out with me and this goat passed behind him between him and the barn. And he just, he just clobbered her oh, and she rammed she, her up against the barn. Yeah. And so she went limping off and oh. laid down. So oh. I actually need to go check on her just, but he, he got he her needs to go back square. with the bucks. He's a knucklehead. Yeah, he's so cool. oh, he's so funny, like people wise, but he gets me mad when he. Well, yeah, yeah he's, he's a... hurting other goats. That's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, he's a he's a bully. But he's well, he's an attention hog because he's well, yeah, no, yeah. And so he <laughs> just wants to hang out and get get, get as much get, attention, get all the attention, get all the attention, and not let anybody else. The heck anyway. with anyone else. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So. I tell you what, it has been. Wait, I just what? need to know this. Do you now? I hope this isn't insensitive. I just, I just keep thinking about these nuggets. These nuggets. Do you hate nuggets now? I did. I, I don't even think I've eaten at Wendy's since the accident. Yeah. But no, I do love chicken nuggets. I think I had food poisoning because sometimes when I yeah. tell my story, the first question people are like, "Well, what was wrong with your stomach?" And I'm like. That's not the moral here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, that's what I'm obsessing on. Like, did you continue to be sick? Because I heard when yeah. you have food poisoning, it it lasts. <laughs> yeah. So, um, gosh, I think my stomach hurt into the next day, and then I was fine. So mm. I think the nuggets just weren't good. And I kick myself because it's like, God, why didn't I just like throw myself on the floor and wake up more, get the light turned on, like call for yeah. help, you know, or just like I don't know, but. Yeah, and the force of how hard you had to hit your head to break a toilet bowl. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is there was not another mark on my body. And so, like, when you would walk into the bathroom, there was, like, the closet door on your left, and then the vanity with the sink on right after that, and then the toilet right after that, and then the tub and shower was right after that. So the toilet was sandwiched in between the vanity and the tub. 
Mm. I don't know how I didn't hit anything else. Like right. I looked at my yeah. no no marks. Like I don't I don't know. I right. mean well you sound like a miracle people. too. That yeah that could have gone a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And yeah, for definitely you, guardian angels, boy. Yeah, for you to be as tough through the whole thing. That's a it's a long endeavor and you're and you're still fighting with it. It's uh, uh so much credit to you for being strong and able to uh just keep on trucking yeah. well yeah you know and it's that's all you can do really right yeah and here she is with real issues and you're talking about your baby cancer all the time i know right <laughs> i love you I'm well i think we gotta we gotta pull your cancer card okay you don't <laughs> well you, i can't you, pull it just yet get, well now but listen we're pulling the cancer card because you are cancer free thank okay. god Yes. All right. Yes. Now we're going to put in replace the I've had surgery card. Okay. Uh, we can She's do that. She's revoking your cancer She's card. She's revoking the cancer yeah. card? The baby yeah. cancer card? And now, Jessica, I'm sitting here so grateful that when he, he had his syncope thing, uh-huh. that when he hit his head, that, I mean. Well, when I very... heard that, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, Max. Like That had to, that that... Had to bring back some serious memories for you. Yes, when anybody mm-hmm. hits their head, I'm just like, oh my god. He just came in. I was still sleeping. It was like 4:30 in the morning, and and saying, um, "You awake?" <laughs> nope. Right, and I'm, yeah. I do feel very fortunate that I didn't have more of a problem because I did hit it pretty hard. I mean, as as far as I know, because my my head was hurting pretty bad. Because I what I what I think happened was I. I fell backwards and I hit the back of my head on the oh, sink. Oh, you're so lucky! Oh. And, and we have a we have a cast iron sink, and and uh, so is that what you hit it on? Was the sink? I, I'm a, oh. I'm assuming either the either the sink or the granite countertop because I I don't know when I when I woke up I was on the floor right in front of the sink and my head was hurting pretty bad. But but what was really scary about it was because I'm on blood thinners. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the one thing the doctors have always told me always like, if you hit your head hard, we need, you need to be very concerned about it. And, uh, so yeah, I was concerned. <laughs> I bet you were. And well, I'm sure that they checked that out and scanned you mm-hmm. after yeah. that. I'm yeah. assuming Michelle made you go get that checked out. Yeah. Well, well I we went right to the, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, good. I pretty well knew something was pretty wrong. So that's why I wandered in there to say, Hey, <laughs> but you're kind of laughing like, ha, 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 I just passed out. I'm like, what? Well, I don't. Well, I, was... and I think sometimes when we have things like that, because I tend to laugh too. Like I've been in doctor's offices and they're like, why are you laughing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I'm just right. It's what's happening right now. I definitely now. have inappropriate laugh syndrome myself. <laughs> yeah. Is that a term? Did I just invent that? Inappropriate laugh you know syndrome? Hmm, maybe. We're gonna we're gonna let you coin that phrase. Yeah, yeah we, ILS. I think we yes, really you did invent it. Yes, I think I did. You and know, Max is obviously on the cutting edge of technology for his speech, and today you have now invented. See what a what a brain phrase. What a power duo what we a are. Power duo. Power yes. couple. Inspired by Jessica. All the way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Power couple. All okay. The way. So, what would you like to see more of from Max? I don't know. I think your variety is awesome. You do dancing with the goats, dancing with your family. Um, I think your educational material is awesome because there's obviously a huge interest in what you're doing and people who have, 
really legit questions about your business and your business model and, and all of that. And so, and then just go questions in general, which I think you're always really awesome about answering. I am a little concerned on you cupping poop in your hand. It gets a little, <laughs> little close to your nose, but you know, like I yeah. asked and you answered, it's better than Vegemite. So we're going to, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna let that go. You know, builds a healthy immune system. That's right. That's um, exactly did you, right. Did you see my comment that whenever I smell something, like, ooh, this is gross, yeah. smell this, and well, he refuses. And we were but he'll smell on the live that day or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, but we were talking about that on the live because he was like gagging over the smell of the Vegemite, and you were like, he never smells anything when. I asked him to. And... Yes. That was ridiculous. <laughs> so those things are like tough, manly things that aren't gross. The stuff that you want me to smell and I just touch want you to is like, just, is this ah. hamburger meat still good? Yeah, but Ooh, I don't no, like to I'm not smelling it. No, it's here's what happens is you go, this is disgusting. Smell it. I'm like, no, I don't. Why would I want to do that? It's bonding. I, why, I, why if would you had something disgusting, that? I would partake. So I know what you're experiencing. I know, but that's why we are so different from and each other. And here she is asking for your help, Max, for the safety of your family. Yes. You won't smell the hamburger meat to tell her if you think it's good or bad. Think listen, of the chicken nuggets. Max, Jessica, Jessica, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you she's made up her mind about that rotten smelling food <laughs> way before she ever asked me. Like, I could say it smells fantastic and great, and I think we should eat it. And she has already made the decision that it's not good. So, so are, you, are you saying she's looking for a fall guy? I think she just wants to... me to share in the misery I of do. it. I do. And I admit that. And I feel like it's sad that you won't bond with I me. I know. I love you so right. much, but that's just one of those things I don't want to do. <sighs> and I have to admit that I'm pretty ruled by expiration dates. So if Oh, it's my God. To hear that. I am too. Well, yeah. okay. So Jessica, you have, you've this changed my reason. perspective a little bit because I'm usually... Not, not at all concerned with that kind of stuff. And but, I'm overly concerned. But I, I feel like rotten chicken nuggets caused your problem. I and I'm mad about that. And so I'm just I not. Know. I'm just I not going to go. Yeah, that's just. I, it's a bummer, and I'm so sorry. Well, and there's things that we're never going to get answers to in life. You know, like right. Why did it happen? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, I'm on a path to somewhere, and I may not ever know. That's right. So, well, you, right now you're mentoring troubled kids, and that's a huge thing. That's pretty awesome. And you know that. Who knows? That may be. And what watching the world's greatest TikToker. Well, well you know yeah. it, and being interviewed by them, which is like, right? Huge <laughs> honor. Yeah. Uh, like you know, this could be my forget 15 minutes of fame. This is it. We're I mean, we're... almost 63 minutes. Yes. Yeah. It's like over an hour of fame right here. Like this, I mean, this is it get any better? Uh, I mean, yeah. guaranteed. I'm going to go viral. We're all three going to be viral after we, this. We yes, absolutely sure. are. There might be 11 <laughs> listeners this time. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe we could shoot for 13. Let's maybe shoot for the team. Let, okay. We're, we're, yes. this, yeah, we're thinking positive yeah. now. I think that's a good yeah. way to think. For yeah. sure. Because when, when it's this riveting, edge of your seat, heart pounding, just you, you got to shoot for the teens. Yeah. You have to get us about a, not really a double digits, but we're in the teens. Aim high. Aim That's high. right. 
I honestly was very into your story. Like I so much. I you really set it up well with like I'm oh, leaving. I don't have my yogurt. I'm like, oh no. So I'm thinking, oh, did she slip in the parking lot? Oh no, did she get in a car? So you really <laughs> had me gripped, and I'm not. I mean, that's sincerely speaking. You were a good storyteller. I mean, I would be happy to come back and talk anytime to you guys. And I mean, I'm happy to like take questions. If people have questions, we could do it where people send in questions. I mean, I'm, I'm really open to sharing my life, like anything about my life. My head injury has been huge, but. You know, I think there's a lot of people for me for a long time. I just didn't, like I said, I didn't want anybody to know. Yeah. I, was, I, I don't know if I was embarrassed per se, just. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it does kind of get me sometimes when it's people that I don't know that have been talking to me and then they, you know, it's always the question of, oh, what do you do? Where do you work? And, um, you know, well, yes, I'm, I'm still a nurse, even though I'm not working, you know, like yeah, I'm still a sure. nurse and, um, but Sometimes it is the way people pose it to me where they're just like, well, you look normal, you sound yeah. normal, but it's posed to me in a way like maybe honest about it. Right. And I'm just yeah. like, I am yeah. normal. I'm good. But, you know, there are still things that people can't see that keep me from being able to go back to work. And I understand why I can't go back to work. And I certainly don't ever want to be in a position to where I go back too early and I, I cause an accident or harm to anybody. Um, you know, I just, I need to be ready to go back to work. And right now that's just not where I'm at. So, you know, I just have to shift gears and, and do something. I have volunteered at a couple places, but that would generally cause a big setback. And so I did get special permission to do this mentoring and it's, it works out really well. So how often do you do it? Um, well, sometimes, so I have one, one kid that I'm working with right now and, um, for a while, like when COVID was hitting, I would see him outside of school, of course, but you know, it'd be like for then it would probably be like a couple times a month. Cause it was kind of like, Oh, I don't know. And, uh, we would, we would talk on the phone and I would help him. He, he was, let's see, little Xyver. He was eight when I started mentoring with him and he's 10 now he'll be 11 this year and um he like put his little dibs on me he was like can you be my mentor till at least at least through fifth grade you bet (laughs) oh that's so cute (laughs) it was it was adorable but anyway um so I already had a good rapport with him and I would see him weekly um the first year I would be in school with him um and then COVID hit. And so I would spend time with him, um, you know, outside at his house or we would go, you know, they had activities through the program. Um, and so those days would be really long, like eight to 12 hour days. And they would wipe me out. Like I was out for like two days. And, uh, and so now, um, it's, he's having a lot of trouble at school. So we were trying to kind of integrate into the community based versus the school based, but his home life has just not jived with that. And so we had to shift gears before break and go back to more school attention, school focused. Um, and so now I'll probably be seeing him three days a week at school. 
Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So, and it'll probably be for like a couple hours each time. Um, That's impressive. Yeah. And so generally what I can do is like, I have like this little rolling card of stuff I have. It's got games and activities and craft stuff. And, you know, each time I have a kid, I try to, you know, if there's things that they really like and games that they love, I try to kind of mold my stuff around what works with them. I think it, you know, helps you get some bonding in there. And, you know, if you can get a kid to be comfortable, they're more open to talking to you and, you know, everything just works better and you can make more progress with them, I think for sure. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, interesting, but he's having some trouble in class. So there'll be the one day I get to go and I'll bring my cart and we'll do stuff. But the rest of the time it's like, you know, we've got to make sure his homework is done and things like that. And then just behavioral issues in class that I'll be sitting in class with him and, and helping him with stuff. Like he can't even be sitting with other kids right now because mm-hmm. he, and he's currently suspended right now. So mm-hmm. oh, shoot, I know we just learned that today. And I was like, Oh, I know. <laughs> Poor kiddo. I know. Well, so. thanks for being a positive part of his life. I'm oh, sure yeah. he needs that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Before we get off, we need to yes. know your pizza top. How What's you your eat? favorite? Eat your pizza. If I had to pick toppings for a pizza that I had to eat every day for the rest of my life, it would be pepperoni, green peppers, onions, mm-hmm. and black olives. Oh, wait, you had us until you threw the black olives in there. But you know yeah. what? If I had to remove any of those toppings, it would be the black olives. Yes, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like my favorite a lot of times is just the pepperoni, green pepper, and onion. Yeah, and green pepper, good. bell pepper, right? Is that yes, yes. Okay. Yep. We, we get green chili here. Oh, so. I've never had that on pizza. Mm, yep. Do you have a Dion's by you? No, oh, I've never heard of Dion's. They're not that high. Okay, uh-uh. I know they they have one not too far from Brickner, right? I think it's in Springs or Castle Rock. Oh, okay. so maybe they'll migrate up this way. Yeah. Okay, what shows do you like to watch? Do you watch anything on Netflix? Oh my gosh. So Netflix, yeah, Netflix has some great stuff. Yellowstone, have you guys finished season four? Uh, yep, we're all caught yeah. up. Oh, we're all caught I up. I love on Yellowstone. Yep. Um, I loved Breaking Bad. Yes. Uh, Ozark was awesome. I think mm. I know this about you. I think we've talked about this yeah. on the lives, haven't we? Probably. It could very well be. And uh, all such dark, dark, hard to watch shows. <laughs> but I love, like, um, have you ever watched. I don't know if Max, you would like it as much, but Michelle, I like Hallmark movies too, so I bet you would love Call the Midwife. Oh, I love it. Yes, of course. She loves oh, it. I haven't watched I, the newest season, but that's so good. I haven't either, but yeah, I love Call the Midwife. And like, oh, good. Um, oh gosh, what is it? There's one. Oh, Virgin River. Have you guys watched? Yes, of course. Yes. Do I sound pathetic that I watched all these two? No. I mean, I guess unless I sound pathetic, then we no. can be pathetic together. <laughs> no, we're just cultured. We're up on the ways. We have to stay you know, relevant. Right. Um, there, you... is a, there is a really cool series called The Witcher on yeah. Netflix. That's. Have you guys watched that? Well, Garrett and, and Grant love it. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen a little bit of it, but no, I haven't got into it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Did you watch um, Game of Thrones? Oh, I loved Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah so for good. sure. Yeah. Who, yeah, I mean, yeah, love Game of Thrones, but I love like I, I'm not gonna lie, I like like serial killer movies. 
yeah. <laughs> because oh. it fascinates me. <laughs> me too. Right? Like, have you seen Seven? And yes, yes, uh-huh. but even like the documentary movies, like of course, I just like watch and just like amazement because when when I was in nursing school in my mental health clinical, we actually um, my location was down at the state hospital in Pueblo. Oh wow. And that was really fascinating. Mm, There's some really bad people down there. And Mm. I just, I just, mental health is very fascinating to me. It is. And so when you start talking serial killers and stuff, it's just like, what goes on in their minds? Like, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you watch Criminal Minds? Loved Criminal Minds. Yes. I would love to see that one go. (laughs) Well, yeah. she could just hang out with us at our house. I know, right? Yes. We're, we're good to yeah. go. So here's one that we started watching several years ago. And then we, I don't know, we watched like two or three episodes and we just felt, I don't think we pushed hard as Dexter. Did you ever Oh, I did love Dexter. She's <laughs> <laughs> scary. That reminds me, I got to watch the new, the new one that they've come out with. Yeah, they just came yeah. out. Okay, so more. maybe we need to give Dexter another try. Definitely give it another try. I think you would really like it. Because it, it like just it's morbid and stuff, but it's so good. But like all of those shows, like you mentioned, Ozark, like it's hard to recommend it to people because it's so dreary, so awful, is, so it, dark. So is Yellowstone. Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like awful. the opening scene in Yellowstone in season one is just like a heartbreaker when those right. horses and I mean, you're just like, but it grips you. It grips you from that first Breaking scene. Bad. Oh, terrible. The first, I mean, if you don't get past the first four or five episodes, it's terrible. Yeah, but Breaking Bad was so good. I I loved it when Max posted the video of his hospital room looking out at the Breaking Bad Hotel. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So awesome. It's so cool. Did you watch Better Call Saul? My dad has watched Better Call Saul and I just haven't had time to like get into Mm. it yet, but it's definitely one that I want to see because I know it's like what before. Yeah. And we were, had- we were completely resistant to it. It didn't appeal to us at all. And one of my friends assured us you'll love it. And we did. Tells me that. And you, okay. So I'll, I'll definitely get. Yeah. That Cause it seems like, ew, who are these characters and boring and it's yeah. hard to believe that that's before, but then you really well, get into and it. It's, it's when you know, it comes before breaking it's breaking bad was so good. It's hard to be like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that uh, you better just... call when you when you watch better call Saul he he works in a in a shopping mall uh-huh. uh and that mall is just right down the road from us yeah oh you're gonna have to get a little video footage of that like yeah. you're out and someone can drive and like film there you go yeah, yeah. You, go. <laughs> you guys and they don't even to... let you record inside cottonwood for some reason i think well, the how kids are, have tried how are they how are they not no not the you? not the because the security guards say please don't do that like they try to film the ceiling and I've really? heard that before. It could be. Famous. Ooh, I feel like just going down there to record just well, for yeah. that reason. Oh, your Being little rebellious. rebel. Yeah, nature. that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're almost to seventy-five minutes. This I know, might be guys, the longest. Holy moly, I could just yeah. keep talking. <laughs> this is like my teen level of uh, as we keep talking. Yeah, we just keep on rolling. <laughs> Jessica, it's it has so been. Fun. It, it is fun. It has been fantastic. We really appreciate you being on. And uh, thank you for thank, having me. You bet. Thank you for all of the support ever since you got here in February. Welcome. Yes. Just coming along for this wild ride and JCY. journey we've been on. That's JCY right. 1979. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's when my sister was born. Oh, nice. <laughs> what, what's your birthday? Or what's July 29th. 
Okay, she's May. That's the best month in the history of the universe. That's <laughs> and you know what? I think that's where we should just leave it. This is the greatest podcast in the history of the universe. And what Everybody, else is it, Max? What else is it? It is riveting conversation. On this, on your what? Edge, on of, the seat? Seat. Edge, yes. Edge of your seat. Riveting Edge conversation. Yes. Pounding. It really Heart is. Pounding. It really is. And so. <laughs> Get that confidence boost in there. I'm going to work on it. I'm working on it for you. And and right now, I think I'm on a, I don't know if I can totally um, boycott chicken nuggets from, from Chick-fil-A, but I'm going to no, definitely boycott Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm going to boycott Wendy's chick, chicken nuggets. Yes, so. and I'm never going to eat any warm food from yeah. If you get chicken nuggets, yeah, and it's warm, just don't. Just, just don't. No. They need All right, to Jessica. The top of your mouth off, or just don't eat them. That sounds. Uh, that's like good. That. That's good life advice. Thank right you for <laughs> sharing with all of us. That Deep is. thoughts with Jessica. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, everybody. Nuggets aren't peeling your gums. Don't eat it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. I think episode two of season two in two thousand and twenty-two. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, see. See what we're talking Get lucky. about. Lucky. Right Lucky. it is in the wraps that it is in the wraps it's in the books it's wrapped oh it's wrapped wrap. up in the books well, a big thanks to you guys like you're amazing and the joy that you bring and all of it it's just been really amazing for me and i know for tons of other people they're so sweet like yeah. keep it up yeah well, and you. give brenda a hug and a kiss for me oh i know we gotta go but i need to also give a shout out to little chunk Okay, when go. I saw that he had his ear tag ripped out the other day, like my little stomach sank a little. Because oh. oh. he was like embarrassed. He was like, Don't touch me, Dad. He's like, Don't look at my ear. I don't want I you know. to see it's my hideous. ear. It's it video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I promise as soon as we get the nasty, stinky bucks off of the herds, <laughs> which is in the next couple days, uh, Brenda and I will I'll 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 introduce everybody to bearded screaming Brenda again. Yes. Oh, um, real quick. Yeah. Does she recognize Bacabella anymore? Like, do these goats, when you've separated them, like, does Curly, like, when Sue comes around, do they, do you think they remember? Well, I think, I mean, it's not always that often that, that they all get back together, but yes, like Doris and Twitch, uh-huh. if you know them. Uh, yep. So Twi- Twitch is Doris's baby, and they're, they're pretty much inseparable. Oh, and, uh, isn't that cute? Yeah, so and they were separated for quite a long time, and uh, uh-huh. a lot of these babies will go back. Like Bacabella will will go back because we're gonna pretty soon be um, integrating them into the grazing herds. So uh-huh. they'll they'll be hanging out with each other before t- too long. So she'll we'll, get to be back with her mom again. Yeah, we're gonna see how oh, that works out. That. It's good. It's gonna I be hope interesting. You remember to film that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's. It. I'm glad you brought that up because now we can. Yeah. deliberately look for that I, I wonder about that with lots of animals so yeah i've been wondering about that with goats like i wonder if they remember yeah 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 can we try to get sue around curly that would be yeah that would be really cool to see they've seen each other through the fence quite a bit and i don't think there's a they don't you know curly's on his he's out oh, doing he's this too thing, cool. so yeah he's, he's cool. a teenager yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, just ask Grant. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Grant will say, you know, he knows everything because he's 16. So right. <laughs> don't forget who takes you to and from the bus stop, Grant. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. You're not as cool as you think, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
where was your Vegemite video? Great. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be posted <laughs> before too long. It. Yeah, he filmed yeah. it, so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Jessica. Well, Alrighty, thank you, guys. and thank you, yes, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, and I guess that's a wrap, huh? And that—that's that, it. Until next so time, all we have, huh? All I have to love to say is, well, have a good day, and. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.